0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Working on It, a podcast that follows creatives, makers, and doers working on projects between and after hours. I'm Gemma Delog, and as always, well, except for last time, I have Josh Khan.
1: <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody?
0: Mobby. Every week, we'll be interviewing guests to discover useful tips, tricks, and inspiration on topics like time management, work life balance, motivation, and much more.
1: Yeah, and uh, today we have a super special episode Um, So we're actually going to do seasons for working on it So once we see a certain number of guests, we're going to take a break for a little bit Regroup, plan a whole new awesome batch of guests for you guys um, And then the new season will start So we're actually going to go on break uh, for three months um, And then we will be back, and better than ever Woo woo! (laughs) Whoop whoop! But for today, for the final episode of the season, uh, we kind of want to just do a recap of uh, some of the people we've talked to this season and and some of our favorite moments from past episodes, uh, just to kind of, you know, just kind of, you know, relearn the stuff that we learned, you know, you got to reinforce it, you got to get it in there. Um, And then uh, after that, we're going to talk a little bit about the stuff that we're personally working on. Um, and then we'll say bye bye until uh until next, next season. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Awesome. The for sure. Intro, for sure.
1: Thank you. It's what I do, Gemma. Thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, oh
0: man. So where do you want to start? I guess do you want to start from or do you start from like the very first actual?
1: Let's start. Let's start from the actual <laughs> very first things that we did because
0: oh y'all may not so know
1: this, but um if you've gone back and you like you know listened to all the episodes. You know that our first two episodes were actually kind of like little intro episodes just to kind of talk a little bit about what we were planning on doing. Mm-hmm. And also, we had no idea how to do a podcast. So we just wanted mm-hmm. to record something and have something to <laughs> upload, just almost like just for practice. Yeah. Uh, so we made the first episode. I think the first episode was about the hosts. No, the first episode was about the podcast.
0: Yeah. And then, but it was right? also about the hosts. It was like a get to know us thing yeah. using the format that we had initially drafted up for the podcast
1: yes yeah yeah but we, we broke it into two so the, the first half of the intro episode was us trying to lay out a plan and just kind of trying to introduce people to like what the whole point of working on it was mm-hmm. uh which is the stuff that's in our intro like John was saying um and then the second half we was about us the host and we talked a little bit about uh sort of you know the stuff that we're personally working on and so it'd be kind of nice at the end of this episode we're going to like follow up loop on some back. of those things and yeah yeah loop back and just talk about that a little bit
0: see if we have anything that we we've learned that we can share with you guys
1: yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah. so jemma tell tell everybody a little bit about how the recording process for those first two episodes went? Because I remember it being pretty crazy.
0: That was honestly a really interesting process. Um I would say stressful. Uh, <laughs> if I had a, a word bit. for it. <laughs> well, I mean, but, like, in in the way that, like, things are naturally stressful, right? Like, because you're starting something new, you're learning something new. So it, it's not going to be easy. Um But also, we had a couple, like, Arguments, <laughs> not arguments. They were bad. I just think we had a um a banter. I like to call them
1: spicy convos or like <laughs> uh bitter banter.s
0: Bitter banter.s That's a good one.
1: Bitter banter.s Specifically bitter
0: because banters. you also call me spicy a lot. <laughs> I love
1: and I love the word spicy. And you know what? You're a little uh, caliente tamale.
0: So. <laughs> he says I don't get angry, like. I just get spicy like it's just like it's just like a lick it's just like it's just like sassy and then calm yeah
1: (laughs) it's just a little jalapeno it's like uh you know not necessarily like a spice I say spicy but it's more of like just a a little little tinge of heat little (laughs) little hot fire like some uh capsaicin you know like don't touch your eyes type shit (laughs)
0: But, Those are pretty you spicy. Know. I feel like it's,
1: it, you're, you could be pretty spicy, but you know, okay. honestly, I remember when we first started this whole thing, I was a little spicy too, and we ended oh up.
0: God.
1: We, we had basically to ended
0: record. up. Oh yes, my god! Yeah, because we disagreed on. Well, we agreed that we 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 couldn't have done better, right? We agreed that you know I think that a second recording would sound better, would be better. Yeah. Um, but then we disagreed about the format. We disagreed about you know because and it's it's funny (laughs) because too like um i think part of it too was me feeling uh insecure you know like having to put something out there and it didn't feel like it sounded like i don't know good or not i don't say i don't want to say professional because that's not what i aim to to be but i guess like in some way yeah that's that sense of perfection that i'm always striving for um and then when renee listened to it he's like i wasn't really all that into it and i was like <laughs> hey Renee,
1: dude, what the fuck? I didn't know that. No, I'm just kidding. Renee's the best. Renee gives it to you very honest. He's very We'll, good. we'll have to yeah. put a picture of Renee in our Instagram and be like, this is the guy who did like our podcast. At first. <laughs> well,
0: I feel like he, I feel like, I mean, there's also, there's some things I take with a grain of salt because he also consumes specific content um you know he's mm. like, uh, he's very much into whyy um so so like it's but it's also oh, like, do you mean
1: like npr type stuff yeah do you mean like oh like the best in the game <laughs>
0: yes exactly. oh yeah yeah.
1: sorry we're not the michael jordans <laughs> of podcasting <laughs> renee okay we're just starting <laughs>
0: ah, we but, just
1: learned how to dribble <laughs> the podcast ball so. but i think
0: but i think but, but like once we redid it he was just like there like i th- like it's good because i feel like your first recording you're just getting it out there right you're excited we're we're like doing a lot of things i feel like our intro episodes were much more valuable in terms of like the the information we were giving so which is nice it's not like well executed 100% i mean no way i was still i was using this my, this as my mic like there was like oh
1: yeah you know yeah. there was
0: like stuff but it's like i think it was and we were awkward i would say that i sound pretty awkward i i, I like it was so cringy like kind of free listening, i was like i don't wanna ugh, that's uh, to, yeah. <laughs> let's not do that but you know but it's um, funny
1: i actually had sort of the opposite take on the the first two episodes so
0: really?
1: yeah in a in a way and sort of in a way so like one of my problems is that well i guess if we're gonna start from the beginning like the argument we had before we even started was sort of like i was spicy too but for a whole different reason i was spicy because one of my weaknesses that i've had to work on is like relinquishing control of like things like i'm like a big like i like to like kind of have my hand in everything a little bit and it's just like you just can't do that like you know especially if you're working on a team you got to kind of like you know yeah. bring the ideas everywhere and I so know that. yeah it's part it's part of my thing i feel like i didn't really realize it as much at first but you know kelsey has told it to me before like other things like that it's it's just like i don't know i think it, it's that i just want a bunch of jack touches everywhere and it's just like if, if it's all jack touches then it's not gonna be as good it's like you know like how a one plus or one plus one equals three mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. but if it's just one then it's just one you know yeah. what i mean does yeah. that make sense
0: mm-hmm.
1: i feel like that's math but it's metaphor math so it doesn't follow <laughs> you know we don't we
0: don't yeah no we're not yeah. doing real we're not arithmetists here we're not arithmetists here <laughs> or, this is or not uh, I don't, whatever. <laughs> this is not
1: working on
0: oh, it math. with
1: algorithms <laughs> So, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so I, I was, you know, coming at it from that angle. And then when we first started, I also oddly, it's weird. I'm like a perfectionist, but I'm also like really cocky. So I just felt like the first thing we did, I was like, oh yeah, that shit was hot fucking fire. I was like, yo, put it out to the world. I was like, Gemma, are you ready to be famous? Are you ready to be a millionaire now? And, uh, and then, you know, it's funny, like now, if I go back and listen to it, I'm sure that if I listen to it again, I'd be like, "That is hot pooty," <laughs> but you know, and so that's you know, yeah, it's, it's it's just so interesting. Funny. Like
0: we did have the tension, yeah,
1: yeah. We had we had the slightest amount of tension, but we're friends, so I feel like it was like real easy to like, kind of get over it. And then yeah. you know, after that, we try to record, and
0: we recorded a, an episode with Kelsey that we we also. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Did
0: I mention that we also had to redo it? <laughs>
1: um, Did we redo that one?
0: Yeah, we did it twice. Oh
1: man, I, I totally forgot. Holy crap. That's
0: so yeah,
1: so that one we had to redo too. Uh, I think partially because, oh yeah, we did. Because I don't think we had our format 100% down. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: And we tried to redo it in a way that someone like, you know, would... Take, keep track of the time and just ask the big questions and someone dug in. And I think the change to switch that around was such That's a right. good call, bro. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. All <laughs> right. So a good
0: call. Yeah. So
1: to explain that a little bit more for everybody who's here, I feel like we wanted to take turns depending on who was more familiar with the guest or who we thought would, you know, have a rapport with the guest. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. We'd have one person be responsible for the structure of the episode And just keeping the pace going and making sure that uh everything just kind of uh stayed like structured yeah and then we had another person whose whole responsibility was to not worry about the structure and because yeah and just kind of question yeah just trying to suck out useful information and like you know just kind of try to get all the juicy tidbits out of somebody so what what was that what was the problem with that i think it ended up just not working because like
0: it just sounded like i because i was the one because well also because you know kelsey is your fiance so yeah. you're like well I, I know so much about kelsey i'm you know can you just like lead it and i'll just make sure to keep track of the, the time maybe and yeah. it just sounded like i it was me the whole time and then you in tidbits being
1: like, like it didn't be, feel like Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It it didn't sound very natural, but I also think again it's one of those things where like we were trying to find our voice. So and I don't and I feel like we didn't find it until maybe I at least I didn't feel comfortable until maybe like the sixth episode or something. So
1: Really? I I felt good I think actually I think it was probably close to around then. I think I felt good after I'm looking at a list of our episodes. I felt good after Varun's episode. I think Varun's episode is where we figured it out because, so, with the first episode with a guest, it was Kelsey Walker. Yeah. Um, and then the episode after that was Will Brown, AKA Charlie Coin, one Charlie. of the homies. Um, and then the fifth episode was with Varun uh, Raguputhi. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Said his name right.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. ha, ha. he's also one of the homies so he probably get some shit here if, you know, I did. but uh but yeah so i think by that point in time we had figured it out because mm-hmm. we had we had evolved it to be that i would say something or you would say something and then you know you'd ask a question and then we'd take turns kind of asking questions and so you know we we would do this thing where we went back and forth asking questions and it felt good because we kind of had come from different angles, and we're more, you know, concerned with different aspects of working on side hustles and creative pursuits. So, you know, we got a good balance of information getting pulled out of people, and it had a more natural feel to it. Mm-hmm. But the problem that we ended up having was that it just felt like an onslaught; like we were just like setting yeah. a guest up downrange and just blasting him with questions
0: yes and yeah. and it was interesting i think it was around will's episode where where we had that weird because <laughs> that was weird for me too and it's uh, like where i felt then like with will's episode you were talking the most times like you had maybe more to yeah. say or just and i didn't feel like it and it was awkward and i i felt like we were fighting for the spot. The next question, we didn't come up with like a hand signal. Like, it, I, I'm sure, uh, yeah. I don't, I'm pretty sure you'll probably see it if we start publishing the videos. Like us being like this or like like that. Like we'll
1: we'll yeah. we signal
0: when we're ready with a question that we really want to ask, and it started feeling more natural. And then we would also like like kind of jump off of each other, like oh like actually what Jack you're saying something really interesting about blah 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 because then Mm -hmm, it doesn't mm -hmm, feel like mm -hmm, us like like a like us like just like attacking you know the the guests with questions it's a conversation between all three of us and that was that was a turning point I think for us that's
1: I think that's when I started feeling really comfortable that's what really made it pop was like so like yeah we were hitting them with the onslaught of questions Or so at first we were doing one person just asking a bunch of questions the other person being like (laughs) And next, next question.
0: question. Almost like an
1: awkward, like, like debate moderator of some <laughs> kind. It was like, like really weird. Yeah. So we we're doing that, and then we we're doing the question onslaught. We we're just tag team blasting people questions. Yes. And then once we started, you know, talking to each other as hosts, and then talking to the guests, and sort of like opening it up to be more of like a you know a three way conversation. That really and truly did. Make things sound more natural, and then honestly, it had the the added effect of I think bringing out more fun moments and also mm-hmm. more really good pieces of advice, which is yeah. of course one of the big what things that we're all about. we're all
0: so, about, and yeah. and you know, and and just bringing feeling like we can both be ourselves because I feel like we're pretty opposite. We talked about this a lot. We're like we're pretty opposite oh, yeah. people. We come from. Pretty different backgrounds, oh, yeah. um, you know, and that even working with you from um, uh, our, like our workplace where we first met, like we had those instances, even though we work, even though I think what started this podcast was because we work so well together. Yeah. New, like yeah. like we can go meet clients and it's just a fun good conversation yeah. and, and that i think was also part of the reason why we started because uh, we knew i've we good meetings
1: with you homie. i know mean, like, I, oh, I, I love the scholastic meeting we did together that was a good oh, one I really that was enjoyed. a
0: good one all right um, let's start with Kels
1: yes kelsey so my fiance started a blog called candid Mm -hmm. um it's an absolutely fantastic blog if you want to check it out go to candid uh i think it's what is it now
0: candid hyphen lee no dot com
1: candid hyphen lee it's c-a-n-d-i-d hyphen l-y dot com so (laughs) the word candid hyphen L Y.com. Holy shit. Okay, anyway. So Woo. Um, woo! We did it. We did it. You can tell this <laughs> I learned how to spell candid. Um no, but so she started this blog. It's really great. Um I want to, you know what? I want to go ahead and actually read you guys what the actual tagline is. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's a yeah, it's it's really well.
1: Yeah, because I don't want to like I don't wanna mess this up but uh
0: fiance's blog, how can, how, how?
1: I know also where is her actual thing? I got it do
0: you want me to get it <laughs>
1: you got it Gemma you it.
0: All right. I found it um candid media was founded as a reaction to re- editorials that promote an unrealistic portrayal of health wellness and beauty trends we're done with conversations that are unrelatable unattainable or just plain pandering Candid provides a platform that encourages raw authenticity and inspires candid conversations with real people on what they're going to look, live, and feel their best. Um, Ready to get candid with us.
1: Whoa. whoa. Okay, so yes. So that is her blog. It's actually really stellar. Um, But anyway, so my favorite moment from the podcast, because she was the very first guest, is when Kelsey said, I don't remember exactly what she said but she said something to the effect of Kasha. i just set the bar oh, super yeah. <laughs> high for all the guests that come after and i was like you know what that's a hell of a lot of swag that's a bucket full of swag and i respect that so that's probably my favorite
0: moment that's hilarious yeah that's that i love that she was just like i already know it i'm the best best guess, you already know and every time we were like oh you're probably like one of the best guests we have she's like excuse me (laughs) 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 because she'll be like or in like nearby but what's my favorite moment i don't know i mean we had really good conversations actually you know when when she turned it around on you and she was like (laughs) Uh she was like you know jack i think this is one of your problems (laughs)
1: oh lord,
0: lord.
1: Oh. oh was it about to-do lists
0: on a lot of things yeah oh lists. yeah she was yeah. hilarious it was just it was just funny because she's just like you know what yeah let's talk about you jack
1: oh no i was like please don't <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, but
1: one. you know what though actually that brings me to my favorite piece of advice though my favorite piece of advice from that one Same. was to try and trim down my to-do list because i mean I, you know, I used to have insane to-do lists that would have, like, you know, every day I'd make a new to-do list with, like, 30 things on it. Mm -hmm. And I'd be, like, aiming to knock out, like, I don't know, 12 to 14 things a day. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of insane. And I would just be going nuts all the time, so stressed out, because it's really hard to knock out 12 to 14 to-do list items on top of everything else you have to do. (laughs) I, I still strive to do that but what i do now so i kind of modified the advice i probably should just full-on take the advice but um instead of just having only five things on my to-do list what i do is i have the larger to-do list but i you know highlight five things and as long as i get those five things done i'm good and then everything Mm. else that i try to get done is bonus Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. but as long as i get those five done then i know i did my you know, I did my part today right. or for the day and I don't have to be stressed. And then everything I do after that, instead of making me feel like I'm behind, every task I complete after that is like, hell yeah, bonus. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. 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 Because, yeah, that was one of my favorite pieces of advice too. Because she was saying uh, three – have three things on your list that you want to do for for the day. And I feel like – I don't know, like, wow, only three? that feels amazing (laughs) (laughs) like you can make it however you want like maybe there are three big things or maybe one really big thing and then a, a medium size and a small size like you kind of have to gauge for yourself yeah the being able to prioritize the task or like determine like can you really get this done and make it i don't know a An attainable goal make it like you know something that fits within your schedule because you also got to think about yourself too like getting something done is important but like you have to also take into account what you're able to do for the day like maybe like because we talked about like maybe we didn't sleep well last night maybe like you're not just taking care of yourself or like um maybe that like you know something that you like you're not eating as well so like you know, maybe just don't have as much energy, so it's stuff like that. I feel like you know, when we look at the bigger picture, like yeah, like it's good to 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 write down tasks and goals, but and but then make them attainable. So heck yeah, that was that yeah, was my I favorite. Think... I really I really tried to like implement that. Can't say I it did, I it did I did too well on that part, but
1: <laughs> yeah, well you know, everybody's perfect. I I feel like I just started implementing that one, even though I got the advice like you know when we first started yeah when we first started the season
0: (laughs) yeah
1: um Um, okay so after kelsey we had will brown aka charlie mm coin i really enjoyed his episode a lot yeah i feel like my favorite moment was when towards the end we started (laughs) talking about and i don't even remember the context really but I don't remember why. I think we were talking about praise. I think we were talking about praise. And Will mm. was saying, you know, it was just being kind of like uh, a little humble about it, a little shy guy about it. And he was like, oh, nah, you know, no, no, no. And I was like, "Nah, you got to let that praise rain down upon you. You got to let it wash over you. And then I, I think I said something about like, let it go down your butt crack let it go no like let it drip down your back and into your crack or something like that and i was like it's called the swamp of glory and then will said if you build it they will come and i was just like that is the funniest thing i've ever heard i was so hyped when he said that i don't and, know
0: i remember that
1: oh my god it's so funny it's towards it's towards the end of that episode but it's it that was my favorite moment
0: that's sure. so funny oh man i oh favorite i mean favorite moment i probably i mean like i just think like overall it was a really good episode where he was giving us a lot of information i just remember that whole time i think i was just so nervous about um recording the podcast that i don't think i really was fully like um uh fully in the moment and being able to enjoy it but i
1: feel that you know so did you did you have a favorite tip though
0: Oh, yeah. He had so many. I think there was like two, I remember, I was like really stuck in between to make the quotes. But I would say like just being kind to yourself or like working within um uh restrictions. I think we we're talking about restrict- restrictions or something like that. But like. Uh, yeah. 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 But also like just being like w- making do with what you can and like and being kind to yourself. You know, he's like, oh, if that's what you got, that's what you got. And I really like that kind of attitude where it, it felt like. Wasn't like demeaning. It was just like like you just kind of have to do what you can with and and what you have, um, and yeah. just you know be proud of it. And it doesn't matter if you know it doesn't look as maybe professional or sound as professional. And which was um, kind of really just reassuring to hear. You know, I think a lot of artists can feel very yeah. insecure about it. I mean, I've been there, so yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> let's let's now yeah, let's
0: talk about oh.
1: The fifth, well, technically the fifth episode, our third actual guest, one of my favorite episodes was with Varun Raguputhi, one of our homies that we used to work with, or that I used to work with that you still work with. Uh, fantastic guy. He's an aspiring uh, sportscaster, and he gave us all kinds of great you know, tips in regards to... Public speaking, um, networking, all that kind of stuff. I think my favorite tip from him was basically how he networks. How he basically keeps track of people that he wants to be connected with. Uh, he makes sure to on a you know a relatively regular schedule reach out to them, uh, either asking them for feedback on something he's doing or basically. You know, just chiming in on something they've done, saying, Hey, I really, I really like this, or even just saying, like, you know, happy birthday or whatever. I love that he has a very formal plan for how to network. Because networking is one of those things that everybody says they want to do, but hardly anybody has an actual plan for it. Also, I'm just gonna throw this in there real quick. That's favorite tip, favorite moment. I'm just gonna say reverse pimping. And we're just gonna have to listen to that yes. to figure out what that's about. <laughs> Uh, which is also the name of the episode. It's called Reverse Pimping. You, that
0: you, you, you have to. I mean, I can't. Yeah. We can't spoil it for you. It's. It's just. It won't land as well. I couldn't explain
1: it if I wanted. And to. Even
0: honestly. if I wanted to, <laughs> I, neither, neither could I. Neither could I. Um. I think that I. I would agree with you. That's one of my favorite tips. I definitely because networking can be hard, especially for someone. I would say like it, it struck me really. That felt really kind of inspiring and made me want to like do more. You know because it's the way that he said it made it seem so like matter of fact it's just like just do it and i'm like you're right and I, I, I don't really feel that Probably way when i talk to most people when i when people tell me that i should do something i'm usually like you uh, know but when he said it, i was just like oh hmm, you're right
1: because <laughs> okay, yes, made I will it do very
0: it. digestible i would say yeah
1: he did he did and and that's one of his gifts as a sportscaster is just the ability to take things that are a bit more complicated right. and make them digestible. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I think one of my other favorite moments too was um, when we were asking Varun about how to stop saying ums and uhs and likes. And oh, yeah. I, we definitely still do. I definitely, de- I definitely still. <laughs> oh,
1: no, I, I, we've both done it a, a handful of times already. Yes. Probably a bunch of times. Honestly.
0: Uh, yeah, pretty sure. And then Varun is like, you just kind of have to get it out your system, and you'll you'll notice when you stop doing it. And, you know, I bet if you look back. And then we we're like, uh, you know, you were like, oh, yo, Gemma, maybe we should just uh, get it out right now. We're like, oh, <laughs> uh, 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 like.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that was so much fun.
0: That was a good one. Also, yeah. I feel
1: like we were going on a really. I don't. I think it's because we knew that because I think we had talked about public speaking. At the beginning of the episode. So we were more aware of it and we were thinking about it. Cause I know that on some episodes we're really good about it and some episodes we're not so good about it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's because on that episode we were killing it. We were like on a perfect streak and he was like, no, you guys are great. And they were like, you obviously haven't listened to all the episodes. (laughs) Uh, so but okay so that, that so was that your was favorite
0: Varun, moment yeah and Dang. Save, save never, that and that's all a good favorite of, moment yeah that I, and i'm like, gonna
1: make that my second favorite moment because i really like that one too that was a fun one <laughs> that was it's a lot talking of fun.
0: about just yeah how to do better about about public speaking and you know it's it's i was still at that point where and again this is just therapy guys but uh <laughs> when i was really kind of again down in the dumps i mean there was a lot of shit going on (laughs) but feeling like i do not know that i wasn't good (laughs) so i was like i was like really insecure as a host i was like oh my god i just sound terrible i'm not good like what are we doing like and um and so i wanted to know about more about public speaking and feeling comfortable but a lot of it is just like practice and feeling comfortable about And and just leaning into it and leaning into the mistakes and like if you really don't like something, yeah, just cut it out. But you know, you just have to like like you. But the more you cut yourself like your the the chunks out, the I feel like the more polished you seem, but also the less authentic you seem. You know, like it's not really you. So Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's I think that's true to a certain degree, but. Like I don't know. Like, how do you, call,
0: quote unquote, you know, like. Not, how do you
1: feel? Do you feel like you've gotten better, or like feeling more confident over I time? I just feel
0: more confident. I just feel. Yeah. I feel. You remember? I kept asking you, like, oh, can you cut this out? Can you get this? I just. I feel a lot, especially you. Because, definitely
1: cut way less now than you used to. Yeah. At first, man. <laughs> yeah. It would just be like swish cheese. You would yeah. Cut that thing. Up.
0: <laughs> like just these holes, but like now it's just like um, it's it's. I think also because you're like, hey, we just need to make this more natural. And I started also um, editing my own podcasts. You know, I've edited myself before. Yeah. Like part of my uh, job as a consultant is is to record something and listen to me talk. But it's different when I'm in a conversation and I hear myself talk in a conversation. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. So if that was like that was interesting. So like also learning about public speaking. It just it set up more because I knew that's what I needed to
1: know about yeah, yeah. for sure mm-hmm. um so Varun, all right it, all right i feel for, for me personally i feel like he's one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. but i think the next episode claire. is probably tied for first place with me um so claire alexander aspiring stand-up comic total awesome lady
0: amazing
1: super super cool episode she's a stand-up comic I, I shouldn't even say aspiring she's like full on doing it i, I don't know why i would disrespect it. you like that claire
0: right if you're
1: listening i'm sorry
0: yeah uh she's so funny as um, she i i think yeah. her her humor and i think she's so silly that it i mean um that it was just i don't know like um it's just, it stands out. It's it, like, I think it's, I connect with it and it's, it's, um, I guess more, more of my type of humor, but also just like listening to her talk about comedy was really interesting because it's something that I know yeah. not as much about. Um, and what was, oh my gosh, she had some good advice too. I feel like I'm blanking out on these episodes.
1: She had, wanna... she had a decent amount of good advice. I would say favorite episode or favorite part of the episode was i would say when we were talking about how the differences between stand-up com- comedy and improv and i was shitting on improv a little bit i i feel like i'm not as big of an infa- uh, a fan of improv as i am of stand-up comedy but i feel like it was really interesting to talk about the differences and similarities between the two fields which i i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. and then i'd say my favorite piece of advice this is a two-parter i think the the piece of advice that i enjoyed the most because i felt like it it resonated with my philosophy was to not trust people on the same level as you or like to not take advice from the same people or from people on the same level as you I resonate with that because I'm often throwing myself headlong into projects that I have no idea how to do and that I have to try to figure out on the way. And my whole process in general, whenever I do anything creatively, uh, I'm sad to say professionally, just anything in general that I do, it involves a lot of failing and a lot of just moving quickly and trying to figure it out as I go. Mm-hmm. And to do that, sometimes it's not that helpful to always listen to people who are also trying to figure it out. Sometimes you have to figure it out for yourself, crash it, burn it, and then rebuild it. Um, so I enjoyed that piece of advice. But at the same time, I'm also a very optimistic person, a very confident person. And sometimes that for, like causes me to like go into danger without seeing all the danger signs that people are warning me of. Or like, you know, I, I I think I my favorite type of learning is the hard way. And sometimes I don't have to learn that way.
0: That's funny coming from someone who's all about efficiency.
1: <laughs> I am about efficiency because I it takes a lot of time to learn the hard way. <laughs> so I you know I have to be efficient. Uh, but You know, so I I enjoyed that piece of advice, but I'd say my probably my favorite piece of advice wasn't even actually a piece of advice that she explicitly gave us. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really like the fact that she threw herself wholeheartedly into what she was doing. Mm. And, you know, she moved out to New York, you know, without like a real firm plan. She was you know, working multiple jobs, trying to make it work, kind of being a struggling artist. Um, and she just committed to doing open mics constantly and yeah. just making that her life. And you know, that's that's powerful stuff. And a lot of times if you want to get to the next level and something like that, it, it takes that kind of commitment. So I'd say commitment is the piece of advice that I just really liked the most.
0: Like, yeah, just her in general yeah. just even doing it
1: just for a life story yeah
0: yeah yeah i would say i would agree with you both moment and pieces of advice it's funny because it's like i mean what are we doing jack what is this podcast about <laughs> taking taking pieces of advice from people who are in the same level as us oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what was,
1: i you know and that's like, the that's the irony too that but, was the irony
0: you know. yeah but I, at the same time i feel like it's, it, and it's funny because she was also saying like I mean that's a piece of advice to take take with that which you will but um and I think that I agree I would say I just totally agree with everything that you say that like I think there are certain things that there are certain pieces of advice that you know it's coming from somebody else who's still figuring it out and it's you know it's skeptical you're like hmm hmm like like do you have anything like you know where I think people know you're like those moments where you're like I ah, maybe that'll work and then and then um I think some people who are trying to figure out with you and like trying to at least give ideas and like I guess more less advice more ideas but then also people are like trying to tear you down by being like like like, you just got to be realistic or, you know, you just you just got to do it sometimes. And and I sometimes I get really s- skeptical of, of advice, like, just do it um, sometimes. Um, not in contrast to like what Claire was saying or like doing, because I think she just in gen- like, you know, because she is so passionate about it. I think like, I don't know, but I think um, there's some pieces of advice that like you just have to take all that information and know how to filter out what works best for you. So that's what I that's that's what I came out with. That's yeah.
1: Yeah. That that's a that's a big that's a big takeaway, actually. That's a really good thing to to mention is that everybody's different. The things that work for some people don't work for other people. But that's why we try to interview so many different types of people. Because, you know, it's it all of the advice that we collect is worth considering. Although not all the advice may work for you, but because we talk to so many different types of people, it's inevitable that some of the things you hear from our guests are going to be things that you should be looking into or you should be thinking about. Yeah, um, or even
0: just like plant the seed in your brain. Plant it. <laughs> plant it, for sure. Um, Who's the next one after that? Derek?
1: The next one is Derek. Yeah. Do yeah. you, you want to give us uh, your favorites?
0: Oh, my gosh. This is where – oh, my gosh. My favorite moment is when you – <laughs> because I think – I mean, I think you meant it from, like, the bottom of your heart being good um, when you were like, oh, aren't you a good drawer? And he drew a picture of his cat Luda. And the funny thing yeah. is that I did do a live with an illustrator who was really good.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you mixed up the
0: people. And I felt so bad. I was just like, yeah. oh, no, Jack. But also, like, it was so funny because he he, like, wholeheartedly like bursted out laughing he was like Uh, he's such a good person too that it was just such a fun episode honestly (laughs) he
1: gave me the nicest sweet man vibes of all time he just seemed like the nicest fucking guy
0: he is he's so sweet like i
1: want to hang out with him in real life he just seems cool (laughs) shit he just seems like a real chill dude
0: yeah no he's he's awesome
1: and i think that the thing that i learned from him was that his creative process uh, when he's working in these bands, because he's in three different bands. His creative process in all these bands has like a really natural flow to it. And I think, you know, when we were talking, he kind of said it's because, you know, we just kind of have well-defined roles and everybody just kind of has a vibe that fits. And uh, you know, there's just chemistry. and that and that just kind of spoke to not necessarily just teamwork but being able to build teams that work like being able to like find people that you can work with and that you can have a flow with so for example i feel like you and i like we may argue about things and for you arguing may not be part of flowing but for me arguing is part is my one of my favorite parts of the process honestly i love arguing but I hate conflict, like
0: Jack. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> oh, I,
1: I think it's so easy on you. But like <laughs> his thing is, That's
0: true. I say quote unquote arguing. <laughs> like it's, it's not even that intense. It's
1: not even. It's not <laughs> even. But the thing is, is that, you know, we have a natural chemistry and like, you know, we're friends and everything. And I feel like we're both genuinely curious about the people that come on. So our, you know, general chemistry works really well for what it is that we're doing. And I think that you know, in the past I've worked on teams where the chemistry wasn't right or that I might've been friends with somebody, but you know, our friendship chemistry was good, but our like work chemistry was bad. And I think that is a key thing to think about is like, try to think of like, all right, if you're going to go do this thing, is this a person that you can do that thing with, you know, are they bringing that, you know, uh, a thing to the table that's like improving what you're working on and all that. And I feel like you and I have just like a solid little boom thing. And in the past, I've I've worked on teams where I loved everybody on the team, but th- as a work team, absolute nightmare. Yeah. And you know, I feel like we've accomplished more in like the last like well, we've been working on this podcast for like two and a half Once, months, yeah, three months maybe. I think we've achieved more in the last three months than I have on teams that I've worked on for a whole year.
0: Yeah.
1: So teamwork finding the people and and not just teamwork but finding the people that have the highest potential and capacity for working as a team
0: yeah yeah and i think what's also nice about us is that we have common goals or like there are i think there are a lot of things that we agree on without us even the, like talking about it and like yeah you know like we, we i'll be like you know i was thinking about this jack and you're like you know i was thinking about the same thing like we, we have done have that a few times yeah a few we times have. and yeah. it's cool to see that and also i think again like we know we, we found ways to also communicate with each other too mm-hmm. and like also understand each other and um we've i think also put our like we have um i think our values in like our friendship and our work and our goals and what we want to do are are on the same level, at least that yeah, like, for sure. we can vibe in that way that
1: um, we're speaking the same language, language on those different, you know, fields aspects. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So after Derek, we did the special episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with, you know, the killing of George Floyd and a lot of the other things that were happening um, at that, during that time period. And, the protests and the looting and all the other things that were going on. There's a lot going on, you know, in society. We took a break um, for a week Mm -hmm. uh, because it just didn't feel like a good time to try to record a podcast or post anything. It seemed unnatural to talk about anything other than, yeah, what was going on. And so, you know, as part of that, we kind of went outside of our, our like purview a bit. You know, because typically we try to talk to makers, creators, people working on side hustles, things like that. Mm-hmm. But we went and talked, spoke with a full-on business owner, a young man named Elliot Broster. I think he's what twenty-two.
0: Yeah, twenty-two around there, probably turning twenty-three years in there.
1: Something like that. He's younger. He's younger than us by a few years, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, during the protests, he had uh, his business looted. He owns a a smoke shop in in downtown Philly, and he had it looted, and he lost a lot of money. A lot of product was destroyed, and so we thought he'd be an interesting person to speak to about, you know, everything that's going on. And uh, I thought he was a really, you know, interesting guy. Um, Favorite part of the episode was probably just I don't know I don't know I had a, I had a lot of favorite I enjoyed the episode in general I'd say probably my favorite part was when he was talking about seeing and not my favorite part because I enjoyed or I guess I enjoyed the perspective but it was just interesting having him talk about what it was like to be a business owner who had a store looted how it was driving into philly to see his business while the protests were going on just seeing like the sea of people and and everything i just thought it was really interesting to get his perspective on it um and you know that was that was interesting i enjoyed that and then my favorite piece of advice is a little (sighs) bit off to the side Not, not the typical advice that you'd think of picking out for an episode like this but him talking about getting his real estate license yeah. That was really cool. I'm actually I think I want to get my real estate license cuz I'm I'm looking to buy a house eventually and I'm just like, hell yeah, I'll save that commission fee. I'll you know, get my own house. Hell yeah. Yeah. And also he told us it was like 4 months of self-paced you know, online work. Wow. And I was like, yeah. that's I mean, why would I not spend that much time to get a certificate that's that powerful? Yeah. Of course I would do that. Yeah. But and also I'm unemployed right now, you know. So why not? Why not?
0: <laughs> why not? Know? Just get, get as many certificates and licenses. Uh,
1: why not? I've I've literally picked up like twenty something certificates since the pandemic has started. You go to my LinkedIn. Go find me on LinkedIn, listeners, and connect with me, so hey, that hey. I can diss y'all and say no, no <laughs>
0: Um, I would No, it's so a He can also help me get a job you how many certificates. He's gonna be the Macklemore of like four certificates. I am the
1: Macklemore certificates. <laughs> what am I gonna be? I am the Macklemore. I've been yeah, the macklemore right, you're, certificates. You're right,
0: you're right. thrift
1: shop baby, What's up? Like
0: 22 I don't know. I don't even have one I have so many. I've
1: s- i I'm on LinkedIn Learning Linda.com or whatever. I'm on that shit all the time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But, that's me what, what do you think about
0: it? <laughs> no I mean like I think I agree with you I think just I it was interesting I really wanted to bring him in because it would be nice to hear his perspective and give him a voice and as someone who is um, has you know black owned business and their store was also lo- looted and I think it's um, a tough spot to be in you know like with everything going on and we talked about it you know, kind of being like still standing with the people, but also like y'all, like like, why did you have to attack a small business? And again, like I totally understand that I we're I I mean I got the call like I I we're not going back. You know, like my store isn't being rebuilt. So I,
1: yeah, for everybody that doesn't know, Gemma worked or worked worked <laughs> she worked yeah. for Vans, mm-hmm. and her store was looted and burned down and it
0: burnt, it, but it's it. it was, we can't it rebuild it because it's hard. Like it, it's in a yeah. historical building. Like,
1: yeah, yeah and so. and also Gemma is the biggest Van's fans fan of all time. She's currently wearing a Van's <laughs> thing, so. and also
0: shorts too. So
1: and Van shorts too. And you know what? She has Van's socks. Yes. She's also wearing Van's fingerless gloves. She has Van's elbow pads and knee pads. No. She has Van's sunscreen on, no. Vans glasses, her <laughs> I headphones do have are vans.
0: My headphones are not Vans.
1: She has a Van's toe ring on up. every single toe and a van's ring on every single finger.
0: I have when I worked at um, Van's oh Warp Tour, I have a pin of Steve Van Doren. Or was it was it from from Warp Tour? Or did they just give us a pin of Steve Van Doren? But anyways.
1: Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vans head to tail.
0: Um. Yes. I mean, I. I mean, like, I love them and the company, and they've been doing amazing job at paying us throughout quarantine. Um. But yeah, it's like, and like, there's they've been amazing throughout. Like, their response to Black Lives Matter, I think, has has been pretty good. Um. But, uh, they are um it's hard to rebuild and after, you know, paying us to cover COVID and like being in a historical building, there's water damage, there's fire damage, there's probably some molds like, like merchandise that was stolen. This, this, we're probably not the only store that at least looting happened to. Um, and then my associates who are college, uh, college students um, now don't have a source of income. I mean, we're, we don't unfortunately pay livable wage, but like, you know, like it was money that people like students could keep in their pockets. And that was sad. And it's sad. And, yeah. you know, um, uh, I don't and I was a manager, I was a floor supervisor. And I don't have the means to travel one hour and a and a half to go to KOP. You know, it's that's hard. Yeah. Like I already have another day job that has been taking up time. So it's just I it's not a not something I can do. So, you know, so it, that was the case, but um, it, that was an interesting conversation. And, um, you know, I, it's, I think, you know, I think people forget about the other humans that can be affected Um but I would say that my favorite piece of advice was him talking about delegating. I was like, "That
1: uh, so true." Because on yeah, the yeah, same yeah.
0: Pla- like in the same spot that I am, that you are in, I am a perfectionist. I like to do things myself. I do not trust people. Something which is funny to say because I'm a manager, but <laughs> much easier to do for a store than it is to do for my own project. You know, like, but um, yeah, so.
1: I feel that, yeah. But I so that was like a special episode. But okay. I, I feel like, even though it was a special episode and the it was a little bit outside of our purview, I feel like it still fulfilled the goal of giving us advice and, and yes. being interesting. Agreed. Uh, so our next one after that was with your homeboy, uh, Mike Evangelista, who is a tattoo artist in uh, New York,
0: and he just got commissioned to design Sufjan steven's latest album or single it's it's america or something like that really yeah look at look at that's my really cool. story it's awesome um that's
1: really cool how do you get that
0: found him on his page website or something yeah it was, I really? it was website. yeah website or instagram
1: shout out to mike man i know good, good work i was
0: like can you please just come back on the episode and talk about that just like really quickly because <laughs> <laughs> i mean he is such a hard worker we and... should we could
1: do a live with him and just get him to talk about that process oh, good idea. we should just do a live real quick yeah like in between because we're gonna be off for three months yeah. so we might as well
0: yeah at some point i don't know i'm yeah i mean just get him back on because I, I i love the kid and he's he's just a, such a hard worker and even though i'm not much of a person who is like a just do it person um or i'm not the type to be receptive to that kind of advice or i am not the type of person to just give that kind of advice uh seeing how hard he works and knowing how hard how how like far he's come um that i think he's like one of the examples of like hard work gets, you know, really pays off. And, yeah. um, you know, I know that he struggled to be where he is today. And, you know, him talking about just working on his art, it's just, like, beautiful. And I think throughout every episode, it's just, like, you really have to love what you do and and work towards it. And, um, But, like, with, with Mike, I think, like, him talking about just, like, also always working on your art even if you're making money off of your art is really important for artists so that you always keep your creative side so i i i really like that um as my favorite piece of advice but favorite moment there oh i mean this is not in the recording but us just talking about being filipino
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that was good that was a good time yeah like we can put some of that in the bloopers
0: yeah you'll you'll probably see that i probably have like the, the the clips but that there was that and like um um and i try to think I feel like that was a fun episode, but that really stood out to me about us talking being about
1: I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. So the, the actual episode was probably like, what, like an hour and some change.
0: Yeah. And but
1: we ended up talking for like two, two and hours. And a half hours, yes, yes, something like that. Yeah, Even it was with a long. Claire,
0: I think I, I could have like I, talked to her. The whole I time honestly like me. peed
1: two, three times, and I was just like, "Hey guys, I just gotta go." It's Like, <laughs> I gotta get out of here.
0: <laughs> like, it is nine thirty, y'all. Yeah,
1: we've been hanging for a min. Yeah? yeah, like I, I love y'all, but I gotta get out of here. You
0: were like, I'm sweating, and I need to turn on the. Oh TVs. yeah. <laughs> okay, so
1: look, this is how much I love the listeners. Listeners, if you're listening, which. If you're a listener, then you are listening. I I love you guys so much that every time I record, I shut off the AC unit in my apartment. And my fiance and I literally put our sweat and tears into it. Not often our blood. I imagine some blood will eventually go into it, but mostly our sweat. A lot of sweat goes into this podcast. Just so y'all know, that's how much I love y'all.
0: Mhm. Hey, look, I'm yeah. in a fucking closet. I'm dying. <laughs>
1: also, Gemma is pretty toasty as well. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so Mike, right? So Mike, this is a good episode. Favorite I think moment. My, or- my favorite or- moment. My favorite moment. I enjoyed him talking about the process of becoming an apprentice
0: oh yeah
1: because i didn't realize that that was a thing for tattoo artists and it it seems like a huge industry-wide thing that is like a sort of a peek into the world of tattoo artists Mm -hmm. so now it's like and i enjoy things like that, that that give you a peek into another world because you know the next time i talk to a tattoo artist and i inevitably will end up talking to another tattoo artist at some point i'm just gonna be like yo, man, like I talked to a tattoo artist one time. He told me about his intern or his uh, apprenticeship and how it was like real wild and like how he got it and all that. You know, how was your apprenticeship? I, I feel like it almost gives me a thing to talk about with tattoo artists. So it's like,
0: right. Yeah. great, if
1: I ever go to a tattoo party, thanks, Mike. <laughs> up.
0: Well, it's just like you, I don't, tattoo is an industry where everybody knows about it, but I don't think unless you're in it, you there's a lot of things you don't know. I mean that goes for any industry, right? But oh like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But like you know, we have a lot of friends who are musicians, so we kind of hear it more often. I don't know. I I don't have many friends who are tattoo artists. You know, like no, he's, yeah, like he's the only one. So it's just it's just like kind of like and like professionally like pursuing it too. You know, not like stick and poke and like they have a gun and they're kind of doing it at home. Which I know somebody. It's like it's just different so they have he has much more to say which is what i, I think so that was awesome yeah
1: yeah i yeah. like that and um that's the piece of advice that i like the most was pretty straightforward it was just to make time for your art so mm-hmm. you know he's a tattoo artist and you know he comes home after making a bunch of tattoos happen and uh you know he also has own personal art and his own personal artistic development to consider. And he just tries to make time for it. He just makes sure that there's always time to work on his own personal projects. And I love that because, you know, as I said earlier, I'm currently unemployed, but eventually I'm going to have a job. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have to make time for this. Cause you know, this is kind of my art to a certain degree. And uh, you know, I, I, think that it's, and Gemma, you're making time for it now. Cause you're working currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I just, I really like that he put a major emphasis on taking care of his own creative life uh, and making it a priority. Yeah. So I, I thought that was really cool.
0: That was awesome.
1: So after Mike, we did one of my friends, one of my longtime friends, <laughs> my boy, Era Hardaway. He's a rapper from Virginia uh he used to work at my parents print shop with me I I met him maybe like seven I I think I said five or six years ago on the podcast but I think I've actually known him since like 2013 or 2012. yeah like a really long time yeah um almost a decade and uh I love that dude man I feel like he's like a member of the family most people that work for my parents You know, over a long period of time, or basically family. But you know, you know, Era's been—he's been with us through all kinds of stuff. I love the guy, and he's a—you know—he's a super talented rapper. He is probably one of the wisest people who is also not old that I know. (laughs) You know,
0: wisest youngest man. (laughs) He's
1: the—he's the youngest wisest man. I think in the episode I called him a—I think I called him a.
0: The young version I think of Ghani or something like that? No, I called him
1: a young hip-hop Dumbledore.
0: Yes. I think is what I yes, called yes, him. Yes, 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 yes. Or yes. like a
1: Dumbledore in his 20s of hip-hop. Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> fucking love the guy. Uh, Favorite moment, just him. Just having him on the pod. Oh, you know what? Actually, favorite moment, talking about capitalism. Yay! I feel like that was a really interesting conversation. Really that was a really it. interesting topic. And we and he had a good take on it, and, and we chatted about it a bit. Um, And then favorite piece of advice is something that I'm actually currently considering now. I've always been a big proponent of bullet journaling and and keeping a journal on you that you just constantly keep notes in and that you stay organized with. Uh, But one of the weaknesses that I have in my journal game is that I'm not really good at scheduling far out dates in my journal because I don't like to format my journal too much. I like to think of it as a second brain that I keep sort of loose. Like there are pages dedicated to certain things but overall, I like to sketch in it and do lots of different things in it and just take notes in general. Yeah. And he has that book, but he also has a planner uh, that plans his weeks. And he also has uh, some apps that he uses. I'm not big on apps, but I'm considering them now after we had talked. Um, and he also explained how he uses his planner uh, to plan out tasks for the week, uh, you know, and and i thought that was interesting and i would heard that advice before but he explained it in a way that i, I kind of got i kind of you know i sort of dig it so i'm experimenting with that now mm. i'll keep y'all posted on how that mm. goes but uh what'd you what'd you think of him
0: i mean uh he was so awesome to talk to i mean it i was <laughs> it's um interesting cuz again i mentioned that he, i think that he has a different perspective than me i think that he's different than me similarly that you are to me, you know. Um but in a good way, where I feel like yeah. there's a lot that I could learn from him and we could have interesting conversations. Like I, like I was pretty much like on the opposite side quote on end quote like opposite um you know, but I enjoyed listening to his perspectives and yeah. You know, it's it's, it's not like um what we see now or view now as like the other side, just, just somebody who has a different outlook. And so that was really interesting. So I really like talking about capitalism. It was, it, it's something that I, I am continuing to, to really like dive into too um, and just to learn about because knowledge is only gonna make you more powerful. So yeah. Um, hell yeah <laughs> so it was that was a good conversation. if we
1: ever do a working on a t-shirt we should put that on there
0: oh and, and more knowledge is more powerful yeah for sure yeah or more knowledge is powerful like some whatever <laughs> whatever i just said
1: whatever you just said we'll, we'll, we'll just rewind it yeah
0: exactly <laughs> rewind the tape wow we're old <laughs> not really <Way. laughs> but um my favorite piece of advice also was the bullet journaling because I like the way that he is so organized. I wouldn't go so mm. crazy because that's just not the way my brain works. Um and 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 like right now actually, I actually have my bullet journal and the first one that I ever did was just so messy. And I think that if you ever want to get into bullet journaling, um you know, treat your first one like don't like go crazy with it. Like like don't make it perfect and then eventually find a spot that like a place where you feel like you can be more organized and i'm so excited like like i kind of want to do a video like of uh, like a of me like going through it and like how i've done it because
1: it's another good instagram live
0: <laughs> yeah i was thinking like doing that or maybe like a little like um uh pod not pod, uh patreon like video like a little snippet that we could like little pieces of a- uh, mm-hmm. that's yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, like, I I love this thing. Um, And it's crazy because – and this is what I – like, something I've been wanting to talk about is uh, my working diagnosis with my psychiatrist right now is that I have ADHD, which makes it really hard to prioritize tasks. So, you know, when Kelsey was talking about it and just throughout the whole, like, series, um, seeing people's different perspectives on that and time management, like, that's my weakest point um, that – like having a bullet journal and really writing everything down even just things that you did for the day that you don't think are significant but are significant can increase your memory too about things so that you start you feel less overwhelmed so that's something that i feel like is like it just also feels good to know that you accomplished something for the day or like the week or like the month so heck yeah it's been really good on for me on that end and i appreciated that he was talking about it and how he had he has approached it too. So um, that was
1: nice. Uh Last know. episode, the last one we just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about that one.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. With Abby Uffelman. I really recommend checking out her work as she's an amazing glass artist. I think that she, um, her just just check her out her like she didn't spell out her website but her name is spelled different so it's a b b e y u f f e l m a n dot com okay (laughs) just so you know but um uh my favorite moment was her talking about when we were talking about access money and time um it's a very it's like because something that we both were experiencing was that Um, she um, you know working during working so that you can afford supplies then having less time to be able to turn out projects and then now after graduating maybe not having access to certain studios like I don't have access to darkroom anymore or certain scanners um, high quality scanners that um, are like that to help me digitize and archive my, uh, film work. And so, and, but then in order to access them, maybe pay for them, maybe pay for a class. You also need money for that. So it's like, you're mm. kind of caught in this loop. And I think that's why I really emphasize talking about it because there is this constant loop between money, time, and access that tends to drain a lot of artists. I mean, I know I was drained after I graduated. Um, and why I went to a full time, like, like corporate job because and even though i really want to be an artist it's i have to like just work it in um but uh uh, that was kind of my favorite moment um because i mean i think that there's like like i think she was hinting towards some things that she does that you know feels that helps her like you know maybe going taking a class and maybe just like and when she was talking about like she doesn't want to make art to sell you know so it's important for her to also have that other job too um i think just kind of have being able to have that conversation on record for other people who maybe not aren't sure like what it's like really to be why it's hard to be an artist um that was great and my favorite piece of advice was you know her applying or looking at grants looking at what's available that she can um apply to and using that as like assignments so that she has goals and deadlines that she can reach so that um that's ways that she kind of time manages her time and also continues to build out her portfolio which is i never thought about that so i i I was like oh i really want to try that
1: uh yeah i i agree i i really liked um for tips i really liked the tip that she had about uh you know basically going and applying for things so that way you have some sort of a structured thing that you have to hit like some kind of a deadline you have to hit that's super powerful i i think i have to do that for myself sometimes too Mm -hmm. Uh, but i like that you made that a habit of constantly doing it i usually pull that trick out when i'm like really you know not yeah not getting some stuff done and i need to get it done uh but to do it habitually, I feel like is probably really powerful because yeah. you know from the way she made it sound, she made it sound like she's just constantly applying, and and it keeps her constantly producing work, which is fantastic. You know, I can I can imagine a few different ways I could apply that in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, applying for jobs, applying for jobs, yeah, yeah like all that. that, yeah, yeah, and um, and I feel like with my favorite part of the episode was just in, and she didn't really have much to say about it, but. Uh, I like the fact that she's in Norfolk, Virginia. It's yeah. my hometown. <laughs> yeah. I love Norfolk, Virginia. I am full on planning on being the mayor of Norfolk, Virginia one day. <laughs> I love that place so, so, so mm-hmm. much. Everything about it is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that she's in Norfolk, Virginia. She didn't really have a whole lot to say about it. Cause you know, shortly after she moved there, COVID happened and, so she's been kind of like pent just up which working
0: sucks and 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 making art there's just no time it's yeah because like do things yeah
1: Norfolk, virginia is so cool it's <laughs> like if she could get out and start doing stuff that'd be awesome yeah. um but yeah that's I, that's all of our episodes. i think that's all of the you know the guests that we had on this season yeah um
0: good range good range of people good range um yeah. I, like i thought we we're just going to always have musicians because we have so many friends who are musicians but we do i think yeah. i think we i think they're different personalities too and just also looking back on like just us as hosts it's just funny because i feel like you really bring a lot of the personality jack and i just bring all the like the Tell
1: me about this, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's a good. What's a good one-two punch? Yeah. Um, one-two. Yes. All right. So I think this is kind of interesting because you you said we had a good variety. I want to just read everybody. You know, from beginning to end, th- what our guests are working on.
0: Yeah.
1: The things that they're working on it to do for themselves. These are the things that they're working on. <laughs> when they're working on it, this is what they're talking about, and uh-huh. they say that that's this is what they mean uh so <laughs> we have uh, we have a blogger backslash writer uh we have a musician uh we have a sportscaster we have a stand-up comedian uh we have a musician who's in three bands uh we have a business owner we have a tattoo artist and we have a rapper
0: and the glass like a, and mixed media artists. and
1: and also a mixed media artist who has you know a, a bit of a focus on glass art. Cool mix.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool mix. I really, just really good mix. Remembered what my favorite part of Will's episode was. Oh, what's that? When he made his own uh, music video during quarantine
1: ah yeah that's a cool one that's
0: a good one you guys
1: are going to have to listen to the, to the episode and, and, and uh, hear more about how he did and that you have
0: to watch the video <laughs> and you should
1: watch the video it's for this. Uh, it's for the song called Clementines if you search oh, so Charlie Coyne spelled C-H-A-R-L-E-Y-C-O-I-N and then Clementines the way that that's usually spelled <laughs> then you will find the video and it's really good
0: that was a good recap I think we. Wanted, that was a good recap. Yeah. We wanted to end. Did you want to end with, um, talking quickly, talking about what we're working on, and then a quick tip? I think that's that would be a nice recap. We have a lot of yeah. kids. but like,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. you know what? Let's let's do this. Let's do. You do a recap on your. Okay. All right. So, to finish the episode, mm-hmm. Gemma, you give us a little recap on the things you're working on. And then I'll give you guys a recap on what I'm working on. And then, Gemma, you give us a tip to go out on for the next three months. And then I'll give people my tip for the next three months. You got it. So what what have you been working on?
0: Oh, man, a lot. I mean, um, I it's funny. I think my day job is also kind of my side hustle because I am a – creative consultant for photographers and i love that part it's um i love being a consultant um because technically also my other day job is i don't know it's weird like i feel like i have technically two jobs within the same company where my consulting job is more like a contract slash freelance aspect and the other one where it's like it's an actually hourly like uh like part-time job um kind of a weird structure but um i so that I've been working on in like just building up my portfolio as a consultant, and just even like, you know, talking to photographers and being creative in that way. Um, and then uh, I also started a a newsletter for photographers with one of our old colleagues, Molly. Yeah.
1: yeah we're yeah. both very passionate. Put me on that. I wanna I wanna yeah, see. Yeah,
0: yeah, we will. we just have to I just have to design the logo and just wrap it up. But it's something that we're doing. We're both very she has a full time job, but she also has a um, uh, you know is also t- taking some classes because uh she's really into art history and i am also really into art history but also photography we both have that background and we want to mesh the two you know photographers who maybe not come from that fine art background, but know some more business stuff um but then you know commercial photographers or no fine art photographers who maybe not know about the commercial side of things and how to make money so we want to kind of mesh the two um and provide some feedback and provide some you know information and then also uh uh, information about other jobs you can pursue within the photography industry that's a big part. very important for us to do Um, and we're trying to make it as simple as possible like monthly newsletter like really quick and like so low key kind of like not so produced but still you know looks like well done enough um so we're doing that and then um this podcast for sure we have a lot of things that are on our plate i mean like ideas that we want to work on jack for for culture snacks so like a show um you know i i don't want to i don't i actually don't want to tease it yet you know i i want it to be more of a surprise later but uh that and that is pretty much it and i guess not really working on but also trying to make time to like participate more within the community like terms of activism and like helping out organizations so a lot of my play but totally (laughs) trying my best
1: (laughs) totally no i'm with you
0: yeah
1: Uh, um so right (laughs) so right now i am uh working on culture snag Uh, the podcasting network. I'm going to do a a little bit of a rebrand on it. I think just like a slight adjustment on our mission Mm -hmm. uh, and our visual style. Uh, I'm also uh, bringing on some interns, which is going to be really interesting. Uh, A lot of people don't know this, but culture snack used to be a magazine in Virginia. That was about food, art and music. And we had interns then, and it was one of the most rewarding parts of the magazine was just bringing on all these different people and like giving them opportunities to do cool things. And also they quite frankly helped get the magazine done, which was, you know, so it was a win-win. Um, so I'm bringing on some interns. Uh, I'm also, uh, looking to produce another podcast. Um, it's going to be, well, we're looking at two podcasts right now, culture snack news, which is just going to be us just like quickly, chopping up current events uh, you know things that are happening in the news cultural things that are big that are happening for example we might talk about how Kanye West just made a deal with the gap to do their clothing line. I think that's incredible that's so interesting Um, but yeah so that's that's one podcast the other podcast we're kind of looking into right now um, is just sitting down with uber drivers and lyft drivers and having us tell them the craziest things that they have seen Mind. in the
0: car. <laughs> Didn't know about that one, but that was interesting. Yeah. That's
1: really, that's relatively new. Uh, it's, it should be a pretty easy one to produce. It's just about finding the right people.
0: I thought you were going to say like Kanye West supporting Trump. I was like, Oh, oh
1: he's over that now. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, and then, uh, other than that, we're going to start producing some video content. Yeah. Um, you and I are going to try to work on a show soon, uh, but other than that, the the main show that I'm focusing a lot of my attention on is uh, debate club death match, where we get two people on the opposite sides of an issue in current events or politics, and uh, we have them argue in debate style uh, and uh, over three rounds, and whoever wins uh, is declared champion and they're right for the day so <laughs> it's, you know it's a pretty big deal yeah um uh, yeah. so that's another show and then uh we're gonna start doing a short video series where we do culture snack media's top five where we just talk about five quick hit things yeah you know in current events politics culture that we're really interested okay, in yeah. um and then you know i was working on board games i know i mentioned that at first earlier um I had to totally put that on the back burner because I'm doing so much stuff right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So much stuff.
0: That already sounds a lot. Uh, like- but hopefully <laughs> yeah. it's a
1: it's a ton. It's a ton. Interns or no? Like it's gonna be a ton of work either way. Um, so you know, kind of putting that on the back burner for right now just until I can get some of this content up and running. Yeah. Uh but uh but yeah, that's awesome. uh that's pretty much it. Awesome. Yeah. uh all right, Gemma, we're going out now. This is we're wrapping this bad <laughs> bizzle up this big
0: ass episode up <laughs>
1: yes this is gonna be our longest episode yet
0: yet yeah well I hope Gemma, y'all like it <laughs> i
1: hope y'all like it i hope y'all learn some shiznit um yes. and hopefully you know when listening to this you're like oh shit that episode sounded kind of cool and you go back and listen to it because there's see. a lot of good episodes
0: and then read us um, <laughs>
1: yes and then please rate us leave comments yes follow subscribe um Gemma, what is your top tip uh, that, you know, you just want to give people? It doesn't have to be something that, you know, we got from a guest. Just whatever tip you want to give our listeners (laughs) that they can, you know, think about for the next three months.
0: I mean, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot. And I really, really want to get this out there. Like you, I feel like you can only be so productive as long as you're also taking care of yourself. So that is my Mm -hmm. biggest advice for anyone, Um, you know, especially creatives, especially, you know, um, Anyone who's like hand like dealing with a lot of stuff, I know that, that it's a luxury. That's definitely a luxury for sure. You know, taking care of yourself can be a luxury. But if you can, please do whatever you can to to take care of yourself. You know, like um, I think I was in a very fortunate situation thanks to COVID. Weirdly, that I could afford going to pay out of pocket because I don't have insurance. <laughs> being part time um, to pay a lot of money to see a psychiatrist and finally get treatment finally get medications to the point that i finally feel like i can actually work and be productive but even though i'm still struggling with it it, and but i'm able to like manage my time like have a bullet journal that i can actually keep on top of you know things are much more manageable so you know if you really feel like that's like like that is like weighing you down you know, try and see if you can, uh, see a therapist. Um, there are, uh, there's a crisis text, text line. Um, if you really feel like you're in a rut, it's anonymous. Um, you know, you can text them and, uh, uh, ooh, I'll probably just post it on the Instagram. Cause I totally forget. I think it's like 7474. Um, they're awesome. I've tried them before. Um, and, you know, especially with the current political and social climate, things are really rough on, on, on everyone. I think this is a very traumatic time. Um, ThriveWorks is awesome too, Um, uh, popular in Philly, but I think they're also nationwide. I think that they've been great. They're a network of therapists and they take insurance. And when I had insurance, I was only paying $20, like a a session um, plus like another fee. But, um, you know, like that that has been what has flipped the past month around for me uh where i feel like i can handle things because for a while i was really <laughs> i was really down there <laughs> and i was really struggling um so uh please if you can you know take care of yourself i know things are rough for sure with this and also why i say like i struggle with the the advice when people tell me to just do it because i feel like for me like anybody who's dealing with depression anxiety i get it you know like you probably feel like you can't do it and i think you can um but sometimes maybe it's a matter of like taking your time taking your pace and and just taking care of yourself before you do any of that and and put yourself in a situation where you feel like overwhelmed again so um that was a lot but that is my advice (laughs) totally yeah Yeah,
1: that's solid um
0: jack yes i think my
1: (laughs) yeah yeah no I, i think my final piece of advice is sort of, man, you know, I would say typically my piece of advice would be to invest in stoicism (laughs) and to Google stoicism, learn all about stoicism. Stoicism is one of the most powerful philosophies out there. It's like a philosophy. It's like if cognitive behavioral therapy Mm. and Buddhism had a baby in greece and then it grew up to be the emperor of rome (laughs) that's a weird crazy way of thinking about it but it's basically behavioral cognitive therapy and buddhism and like a little bit of like you know ancient greek philosophy mixed together it's really solid stuff
0: what would you say is like core beliefs or maybe like pillars of stoicism to give listeners kind of a quick idea about stoicism because you've always talked about it. I thought it was
1: interesting. Yeah. And I think the first thing I'm going to do when we get back is I'm going to do a whole shebang of bang on stoicism or I'm going to get somebody on who's like fucks with stoicism extra hard so that we can talk about it. But this isn't my actual piece of advice because I have something a little bit more (laughs) timely to talk about. But just in a nutshell, stoicism is the process Of understanding that your mind is under your control and it's the process of becoming in control of your mind and you know one of the aspects of it that's really powerful is saying okay fear for example is one thing that stoics talk about a lot fear is your perception based on everything that your mind has collected of whatever your situation currently is and because it's based on your mind you have control over it it may not seem like that at first but with practice you can come to control your mind in all kinds of different scenarios it can help reduce anxiety it can help reduce fear it can you know help you control your thoughts when they start to race it's uh it's really powerful stuff it really is like it's like buddhism in that sense but it's also Cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy, therapy, in true. that sense,
0: like rewiring your brain. And
1: yeah, that it's just about,
0: like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, it's about learning not to react to your brain and how to control your brain and how to have, how to have control of your brain um, in your mind, which is really powerful. Google that. That's some good <laughs> shit. Uh, but that's that's not my big thing. My big thing is actually, right now, my final piece of advice is to try to figure out all the ways in which you are incorrect try to figure out everything that you have been doing wrong or thinking incorrectly and challenge every assumption that you have about what you think is right or what you believe in because you may find that you've been holding on to something that is not, you know, helping you, is not useful to you, or is not actually right upon closer examination. Really just take the time to say, I might not be right about this. And do it all the time about everything. For and, In fact, I challenge you, I challenge you all, until working on it comes back, until our next episode please everything question everything that you hold dear and true and test it whether it be like your political beliefs whether it be uh what you think about yourself like what your strengths and weaknesses are um you know your favorite food your favorite color just question everything until we get back. And just be open-minded to the fact that you could be wrong about everything. Yeah. And 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 this is a great quote from Aristotle. It is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. Just entertain the thought that you could be wrong about everything. It doesn't mean you have to vote for Trump all of a sudden. But just be like, right. what is it about Trump that these people like? Obviously, I mean, not everybody who voted for Trump can be a complete idiot, you know, or even if it's just something like, I don't even know, like uh, you think that you are the best at cooking. So you don't take cooking advice. Right. Imagine a world, just entertain the thought. You don't have to accept it, but seriously entertain the thought that you might not be as good at cooking as you think. And and just witness how much good cooking tips and information comes your way. Mm. Just don't fight ideas coming into your head. Just let them come in. You don't have to let them live there, but let them visit. You know,
0: let them like open the door, wave let high. Them,
1: hey, maybe don't, you don't do have do a, to a few jumping th- jacks in your living room, even. <laughs> but don't you know they don't have to live then there? Maybe come
0: in with like a plate of cookies. Maybe you eat a couple maybe
1: they come in there and just take a big old little stinky poop poop on your rug but you know what <laughs> you know at least you tried them out and you have a better yes. idea of, of what's going on because yes. we're so set in our ways let's let's open it up let's let's uh question some things let's see what happens could be interesting
0: i agree i'm glad you brought that Word. up I, it's funny that i've been thinking about that a lot actually ever it's funny because i used to be one of those people who were like no i know like but as soon as like, no I know this no you know like the other side no. or and and we have to be open and okay with being wrong and accept being wrong and uh it's hard for sure like being wrong sucks like it's so oh. much satisfaction being right, being morally right, too. You know, it's Except so powerful so to own. It's so powerful. Though. You know, it's just, it's just it's so great. And you know, what? You just, like you said, like you don't have to accept it. It just, it, it maybe it could just make even your argument stronger. Maybe just actually strengthens yeah. your beliefs because it's. it's oh, some yeah. of it definitely has. So, like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah,
1: you know. like sometimes in some cases, you might entertain an idea and just challenge the assumption that you're wrong about something or or just challenge the assumption that you're right about something and entertain the idea that you might be wrong about it and give it a real go and sometimes you're going to discover that you're wrong but sometimes you're going to discover that you're right and you're just going to have a and and you will have tested it and then you will have the right you'll have the the genuine right to say no no i know this i know this i believe this and and until you really give it a challenge you can't Properly own that. that you can't yeah. properly live with that and let that be a part of you until you challenge it. Right. Challenge, challenge all your assumptions. Just go do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You Catch know? yourself. You know, just, 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 be like, hmm, why do I think that way? It's you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna find a lot. It's just therapy for yourself. Just mini therapy. therapy
1: Free. Yourself. <laughs> do it. Don't be scared. <laughs> well, hey, look, guys. That's it. That's that's, that's the season. Wow. Season one in the books. There it is.
0: Ooh, wow, we've come so far. I'm, we've come
1: so far. I'm so
0: excited what we come up with for what we come up with season two and how you know what comes up while we are on break as well because I don't feel like yeah. we're really going on a break. We're just gonna shift our attention to something else and yeah. <laughs> well, you
1: know we're gonna take some of this break to to prepare some guests and and maybe. I don't know if you want to mess with the format or anything, but we're just going to try to come back with a better podcast.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait. you know,
1: more guests, more interesting people. Oh, and, and we're going to take, we're this. we're going to be challenging to like really,
0: yourself, Jack. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Gemma. Yeah. <laughs> and take care uh, of our mental health. So.
1: And take care of our mental health. But we're going to come back with a better than ever podcast. So sure. until then, uh, you know, be on the lookout.
0: Yeah, on the lookout. Thank uh, you so much. Keep listening. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And
0: follow us on Spotify. Follow us on wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate us. Give us a review, please, please, please. It will just. I mean, I again, we're again challenges. I would love to know what you want to hear more. You know, tell.
1: Uh-uh. No, nah, I take the advice back. <laughs> Don't you dare give us a bad review. You hop on that shit. You better give us a good. Review. At least if, if five if you, stars. If
0: you give us a bad review, at least please let it be sound <laughs> at least don't tell us like oh i hate gemma's laugh or something you know like hey, i'm sorry lord. i can't change that about myself like, i will
1: go full mr robot <laughs> i will find out where you live okay i'm gonna hack ya
0: some anonymous ya. shit yeah yeah oh uh,
1: yeah straight up. Straight up. <laughs>
0: for sure but like no seriously um, <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> give us a rate, review um and you know check us out please oh check us but, you know, you're already checking us out if you're listening. But wait for so thank you. the next <laughs> season. And just-
1: yeah, And uh, definitely follow us on Instagram yes. at W-O-I underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all the things. Um, at Golden underscore Baby underscore Jack.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Gemma, where can we find you?
0: You can find me at J-E-M-M-A dot D-I-L-A-G. Um, you know, slide in the DMs, but not in a creepy way. But because... You think I'm, I'm cool, maybe, <laughs> and want to be friends, like like that kind of way.
1: <laughs> That's a good way. So That's a good know. way. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, of course, also, uh, please check out our podcasting network at culture-snack.com. Uh, we got a blog. We're going to be producing some more podcasts and uh, some video content Keys soon. Shows. Shows. Yeah, we're going to be doing all kinds of stuff uh, probably by the end of the summer, definitely by fall. Um, which is the same difference. Ha, almost tricked you. Uh, but also, uh, if you'd like to follow, <laughs> if you'd like to follow uh, Culture Snack on Instagram, we're at Culture Snack Media. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we're at Cult Snack Media on Twitter. I'm going to say it one last time. I ran out of letters. Don't judge me.
0: <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. Happy first season. And looking yes. Forward to